Let's bring in Luke Robitaille now from the Kings. Uh, and Luke, you understand this. I mean, listen, you're a, you're another franchise icon there with the LA Kings as a player. You were traded out of LA and came back on a couple of occasions. I, I got to start. How hard was it for you, for Rob Blake, for everybody in the organization to make the decision to trade Jonathan Quick? It's really, really hard. I mean, it's uh, we, we've all been through it, you know, and not not all of us. <laughs> Some guys that have not, but it's it's a uh, it's a really hard thing to do. And uh, you know, I think we all uh, there's times that we're you know we're we're doing a management thing, and we're you know we realize what's going on, but you still remember what it felt like to be a player. And I think it's important for all of us to never forget that. That being said, you know, it's it's a hard business sometimes and it, it, it does there's some hard decisions that needs to happen. And this certainly was a hard one. Luke, there's been some speculation since the trade went down um, that there was uh, I'm asking, no, if was there any indication that Jonathan Quick was considering retiring at the end of the season? And if he was, um, would that uh, how would that affected uh, everything else as far as the, thinking through this matter? It hasn't been like a clear uh, discussion, but I think everything from our standpoint of view and discussions, like he, he intends to keep playing. That being said, uh, I'm sure Jonathan will sit down with his family and uh, make the decision that he wants to do at the end of the year. He's earned that right. Uh, but for us, the indication was that he might still want to move forward and keep playing. You know, Luke, I, I just want to just one more follow up on the on the quick thing. I mean, again, you were you were kind of in a in a somewhat similar situation. I mean, you were a beloved L.A. King. You kind of moved out of there. I mean, what from from a player standpoint, from a personal standpoint, from you, what do you remember about that time in your life? It's it's really difficult. Uh, you, you're kind of it's hard to 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 grasp what happens to you. It's been your life, and uh, and you, you're mad at everyone. You know, like, uh, and it, it's part of it. It's part later, like for me anyway, I don't want to speak for anyone else. You know, I realized that uh, there were some hard decisions that at the time the organization needed to make uh, regarding what they thought was best for the franchise. And uh, and then I, you know, it took me a while, but I, I find, you know, I understood later. Uh, but it's, it's, uh, it's never easy. We, we understand what it is to be a player and we understand it's never easy. It's like... Uh, when Mike got moved away from the trashers there, that was a tough one. Sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, you still feel it to this day, Luke. You know, sometimes, sometimes life stinks and you just got to move on. Yeah. So it's, uh, no, it, and it's your, it's, it's the point I think all of us are making here. It stings. It, it's, it's something that uh, is unfortunate in this line of work that we do. But on the same rate, uh, this is a wide open Western Conference, in my opinion, at least. Yeah. And your team has just as good of a chance as anybody else in, in coming out of the West. And so this trade, you guys got better. You had a Gavrikov and Corpusalo. Uh, what do these guys bring to the table here? Well, like we, I think everyone that's, that's talked about our team felt we need to fill a couple of holes. And, and certainly Gavrikov is a great defender. He plays the game well. He plays the game the right way. And uh, we felt that he would really help us uh, the way our team's been playing. And uh, then uh, bringing Corpus Allo, he's had a good year, and uh, we feel the same that he's going to be able to help our team. Luke, uh, this has been a crazy trade deadline. And, I mean, the last week, it's been great for those of us who do this or in the TV business. we got a lot to talk about. 
I hope you guys make another trade in the next, I don't know, half hour. We had a lot of minutes. talk about now. I don't know about Friday, though. Yeah, but. Friday will be cut. You might want to hold off on one maybe until Friday. <laughs> By the way, it looks, it looks like Friday is going to be boring. For yeah, you're like, all right, let's go. Yeah, well, there's always, we'll figure out something to talk about. But, you know, has it been like you've been involved in, in, the, in L.A. management now for a while. You've seen trade deadlines kind of come and go. Has this one been just different? because of the cap situation for a lot of teams that uh, they're trying to deal with? I think the last few years has been really hard to cap the, the way it hasn't gone up or the way it was uh, projected to, and it, it was due to COVID. I mean, it's been real hard for, for all teams to adjust, and uh, this is it's one of those situations, and that's why sometimes, like, you know, you have to make moves that are, are not real comfortable and are not the moves you want to do when you start but it, it has to do with what's happened in the last few years and what the projections are for next year also uh luke my last one for you and, and uh, you don't you can answer this as far as what it means with your team but i i find a lot of times when we see jersey retirements um these ceremonies happening other fan bases are like you're, you're retiring this guy's name. I mean, he's not your all-time franchise point leader and, and all these different things. But uh, they, these players mean so much to the community, yeah. so much to the franchise. They've made their stamp in such a big way. Uh, we had this you know, conversation with Chris Neal up in Ottawa. But, you know, Dustin Brown, I mean, can you just let some of these fans that maybe aren't in the L.A. fan base just know how important he was, what, what a driving force and a leader he was for that team. And we just saw his jersey obviously retired. You guys did a phenomenal job with that a little while back. Yeah, I mean, I think, Mike, for, for us, like the, as an organization, the, I don't know, I was trying to count today and I missed it, but there's like 35 plus guys that, or 30 plus guys that want to stand up for us. But those guys, like this franchise owes them everything, you know, for the entire organization that worked and was part of that group. There's definitely for us a special group, Dustin Brown, uh, Anze Kopitar, John Pickford, Drew Doughty. They're a very special group. They've been with us since uh, the beginning, and they were the leaders of the franchise, and they, they took us to another level that this franchise never been to. And, uh, you know, when it comes down to Dustin, for us, it was a no-brainer because he, he, he's played the most games. You know, he had hits. He led the league in hits almost every year. He was the captain, the first captain to raise the Stanley Cup. And that was very important for our fans and our franchise to have him. When you come into Crypto.com Arena, you see that. The guy that raised the Stanley Cup, he was the leader of our franchise. He was the first one to do it. And that's why it was such a special night for everyone. Luke, uh, one more for me. Uh, the secondary scoring in your group this year has been, uh, it's been improved. And you went out in the offseason and got Kevin Fial. That was part of it. Adrian Kempe is having another really good year. Give me your thoughts on those two players in particular. Because when you make a trade to get somebody or to get Fiala, you think you know what you're getting. But uh, it seems like he has really lived up to the billing. Yeah, Kevin's been really good. He's been a game breaker for us. Uh, you know, we've been able to put him in, uh, you know, all three lines, uh, our top three lines. And he's been like, a, he's really changed the look and feel of our power play. And there's a lot of puck movement who's on the ice. So we're, you know, we knew we were getting a very special player, but I don't think any of us realized how good and how much of a difference he was going to make on our, on our roster. And as for, as far as Adrian Kempe, every time we, we look at the, uh, at Adrian, I was going to call him Judas, the way our guys call him. But <laughs> we look at Adrian, uh, you know, we remember to, to be patient. And uh, Adrian was a really good player for us, and he was playing the right way. 
and he wasn't scoring a lot of goals. The next thing you know, last year, he just, he just blew up. So you're seeing Gabe Velarde right now. He's coming on his own. So, you know, he's really teaching us a way that we need to be patient with our young players. All right, Luke, thanks for taking the time today. I'm sure it's, a, it's an interesting day, certainly in the history of the LA Kings with uh, moving Jonathan Quick out. But you do end up making your team better in the present. You guys are having a great year. Keep up the good work, and uh, we will talk to you soon. Thanks, guys. Great talking to you.